Welcome to You Need a Coach, Bitch. I'm your host, Chris Hale. I'm a certified life coach and coach instructor. I'm also a master dance educator and self-proclaimed Zenial Pop Diva. Every week, I bring you a conversation to help you harness your inner authority by popping the patriarchy and crafting the life of your dreams. Are you ready to unleash your inner creator? Let's go. Hey, babes, what's up? How are you doing? Happy Thursday. Like, we are in it. We are in September. Um, It's like the first day of fall. She's serving autumn. She really is. The weather's actually been kind of spectacular. Aside from the rain, we had a lot of rain. Um, Actually, so much rain <laughs> over the weekend. Our pool is still open. And... um. It was nice. It was like in the high 70s. So I wanted to swim. And the pool water was a little bit low. So I filled it. And then we had two straight days of rain. No joke. I thought that the pool was going to overflow. But we're good. It didn't happen. She's just bursting. But it's fine. The water is still warm. I'm probably going to have a swim this afternoon after I finish doing my work. Nothing like a fall day splash. What else is going on? Okay, we're in week two, week two of soul cycle training, retraining. And wow, did my life ever go from like zero to 700? Last night I was out taking a soul cycle class at 6 p.m., which is like, what? But it's when I could fit it in. And I'm really trying to build back up my like endurance and stamina so that I can, you know, teach this shit, right? Like, I want to feel good about that. So, that's the time I had. So I went out, I took a class and then I had errands to run and it was like 8.15 and I was like, I can't believe I'm out of the house right now at eight o'clock on a Tuesday. Like who even am I? So it's like I'm a whole new person or like I'm, yeah, no, a whole new person. Like we, we're not, we don't, we don't go backwards. We never go back. Um, so yeah, I'm a whole new person just experiencing life, being out in the world, being at Target at 7 p.m., so many things. I'm really enjoying this training at SoulCycle. It has evolved so much um, in the 10 years between when I first did it and now. One of the aspects of it is that it's virtual, which is, you know, well, half of it's virtual. It's like a hybrid training. So I am in person two days a week, but then there are virtual trainings, which actually allows them to do regional trainings because we can do this sort of group training online. And then everyone has their like specific people in person to help them sort of put together their classes. We do drills on different parts of the arc of the Soul Cycle class. So it's really cool that they can do that. Um, I love some of the additions. Like there's like such a like a, a bigger emphasis on inclusivity whereas I think like Soul Cycle started and it was very boutique, it was very niche and it did have this like air of exclusivity. I mean, the first studio was like on the Upper West Side in Manhattan. Like come on. Like what gets more exclusive than like that kind of environment, but you know, just the the adaptations for the class, the way that it's not trying to be like the fucking hardest thing ever anymore, but it's really trying to make a space where everyone feels confident and comfortable and able, right, to do the damn thing, right? We want to encourage people to show up. And I know 
In the past, like when I would invite people, they'd be like, oh my God, I feel like I need to get in shape before I go to that class. And I would, I really want to say like, if you're a listener and you had an experience with Soul Cycle or you have always thought about it, like this is the time to go. Um, it's so much more of a choose your own adventure in a way, right? Like there's still that, that human urge to be a part of the pack. So you do feel the drive from the people around you, but it doesn't feel like I have to keep up with people vibe. It's very much a like, I can take this at the pace that I need to, and I want to join the party in whatever way that I can. And so, yeah, I'm really happy about this decision I made to go back. I just the evolution of the company and the even the the ride. Like it's still that classic soul cycle branded ride where you know you're at a soul cycle class, but again, I think it's just so much more accessible. Which actually is kind of a nice segue because I feel like that's growth on the part of the company. Um, that's really the company maturing into itself and this new iteration of it. And we're going to talk about growth today. So hello, setting myself up perfectly with a segue. What do you track when you're tracking growth? What do you think about? What are you looking at? What are you focusing on? This comes directly from a conversation I had with a client today. Um, we really notice that all of the things that she said she wanted to be doing in terms of up-leveling herself and her business, she's now doing them. And we're almost a year into working with each other. And just what what I was hearing her say today, how I was hearing her explain where she's at, I just had this moment where I was like, this is all of the stuff that you said you wanted to be doing. And I just want to take a second to stop and acknowledge that this is what you wanted, right? We have to, for a moment, take a pause to celebrate that. And I've talked about this. We celebrate every week, but we don't always look back, right? A lot of times the looking back reflection doesn't happen until like the end of my time with someone like we'll look back at the end of their you know 6 months together and we'll start to do a review right of like where where are you with the goals that you set how do you feel about that and then we have that discussion about like if we want to continue to work together like what else do they want what are we going to focus on what that they wanted have they not achieved do they still want that right so it's that moment But this was really cool to kind of just notice. I noticed it that she's where she said she wanted to be. From there, we really looked at what it has meant for her to up-level how she feels being in this new space. And so what I want to kind of highlight for you all is something that I don't know if I've ever said it on this podcast. Maybe I said it on my other podcast, the Dance Coach Podcast. I've definitely said it like... I don't know, somewhere, somewhere it's out there in the in the world and the internets on the World Wide Web. We all have this idea about growth that it should be this like constant, steady, consistent, like upward momentum, right? So like if we were going to see it on a chart, like a graph, a graph, a chart, whatever. It would be like, right, one line that starts at like zero or wherever. And it just like seamlessly goes up, like without any interruption. Um, Just in a straight line, 
it's the progress is easy. Like we can map it. It's linear. Amazing, right? Like that's the kind of what we believe as humans our growth is supposed to look like. And it is not fucking like that at all. That is not how growth works. It is not even remotely close to how growth works. And I will say, I definitely have said this before. You cannot go backwards. So I don't believe that we're ever starting over, right? Because you can't unlearn the things that you've already learned, right? Like that knowledge exists within you. And I'm seeing that as I'm in training, right? It's like, I can't unknow what I already know about the way a soul cycle class works and how I might have engaged with people in the past. Um, That's there. I'm not going backwards. And... I'm adding to that knowledge and I'm, you know, deleting certain files and uploading some new files, right? But like, there's no way for me to completely erase what has happened before unless like I, you know, have amnesia or like get dementia and I just like, I lose my ability to remember the past, right? So this is super important Because remember, our thoughts and our feelings are what are creating the results in our lives. So if I'm telling myself that I've gone backwards, if I'm telling myself that, you know, I should be so much farther ahead, that's going to ultimately impact the way I'm able to show up and what I'm capable of producing in terms of results as I move along. So we want to be very clear that we're not going backwards, So that line, to me, if we're going to chart it or graph it, I still don't know which one I'm talking about. Am I talking about a graph? Like what? (laughs) I guess I don't know the difference between a chart and a graph. And now I'm like, wait, what is going on? Anyway, so that line, right, it's going to be like grow plateau. So it's going to be like an upward and then an across. Grow plateau, up and across. That, to me, is the cycle of growth. Never like a up a line up down, right? Like don't think of it like you know if you're charting like weight loss or something, right? And it's like you went up four pounds, then you like went down six pounds, and then you went up one pound, and then when you get down like seven pounds, right? It's not going to look like that, like a jagged, you know, line in terms of results. It's really going to be this sort of more uniform. Line up, line across, line up, line across. Now, what's going to vary is the length of those lines, right? Um, So, like, it might be a short line up and then a long line across, (laughs) right? Or, like, a long line up where you really feel like you're crushing it, growth is happening, it is consistent, and then you hit that plateau. Whoa. And what I want to make sure you understand is that that plateau is necessary. Plateauing is not a bad thing. It might not be what you want. So again, if we're talking about other kinds of results we're creating, so say it's a workout, right? And you hit a plateau in a workout, well, you're going to want to find a way to change things up so that you maximize your workout. But the thing with your growth, like say in your business, I want you to actually stop when that plateau hits. I want you to acknowledge it. And I want you to live in it for a little while where you celebrate all of the progress that you've made. Because what should happen when you hit that plateau is that life becomes a little bit easier. Remember, we're not supposed to be always growing. Remember, that was my thought error that I like 
erroneously picked up from my chiropractor, right? If you're comfortable, you're not growing. And I made that mean that I should always be uncomfortable because I should always be growing. That is not true, right? Even your muscles need a rest day or they do not grow, right? If we're going with this workout analogy, you can't work out the same group of muscles every day and expect them to get bigger, right? We're just talking about muscle growth. So you're trying to build muscle. I can't do that. Those muscles need time to repair, So it's the same thing, but actually I think it's nicer when we think about it in terms of like business or something, because I'm not even necessarily looking for repair. I'm looking for a moment where I get to sort of like bask in the glory of the result that I created and like live in the comfort of the up-leveling because the growth, the work that needs to be done right? That's going to feel hard. There's going to be failure. You're going to be like in all of the like heavy negative emotions, like a lot of that's going to be happening. We do want to balance that with some levity. We want to see if we can bring fun into it. But, you know, my client's in the middle of a launch. Actually, she's not even in the middle of it, which this is part of the growth. She is preparing for a launch with this, which is something that she hasn't really done to this extent before. She's working so far ahead. She's doing things in advance that she's able to get all of her sales emails and she's recording the podcasts that go along with it. And she's planning the classes so that when it comes time to actually do the launch, all she has to do is show up and serve people. And she doesn't have to be in creation mode and troubleshooting mode while she's in that launch phase where really she should just be connecting with her audience and selling to them and making them feel welcome and showing them the power of the work that they're going to do together. Like that should be her only thought. It shouldn't be like, what's the email that I need to write today? I don't know. And then spending all this time managing her mind around writing the right email, right? If the email sequence is done, then she just gets to live in that. That was a part of her growth. Now, we didn't make it a problem when before she was doing those things within the launch, We're like, okay, that's what you're doing. How is it going to be amazing? We spent a lot of time coaching her mind around like the BS that was coming up that was sort of stopping her or holding her back from like delivering her message. So we just did that work. We just took it as that was the work we needed to do, but we're not going to have to do that same work because we're doing it ahead of time. And when we do it ahead of time, I'm going to be honest with you, there's a lot less fuckery going on in your mind when you do it ahead of time. <laughs> like when you're doing it in the moment, there's too much heightened emotion, right? Because you really believe that the next thing you do is so pressurized that it's going to make or break the situation. But Ahead of time, we can drop into a more controlled, prefrontal, regulated nervous system moment where we're just going to be able to address what may come up, what is coming up, but it's not going to feel as urgent. So that is one of the other benefits of kind of planning and doing ahead, right? But that was a big growth moment for her. And She's having to do more work physically in this moment right now leading up to that launch, but it's temporary, which means the next time she does a launch, it's not going to feel as difficult. And that's what I mean about living 
in the comfort that you created from your work in that plateau, making friends with that plateau. We should maybe even find a different word for it, but that's the word I'm using today. If you have another word that you can think about, like maybe hit me up and let me know what that word is. (laughs) I want to like reclaim plateau. I want to make it so that plateau is not a dirty word. That is not something that we fear specifically in this context, maybe in other places. But yeah, like we're going to live in that for a moment. And maybe we're going to do another launch. Maybe we're not going to try to up-level it again. We're going to do another launch in a few months or whatever. And we're just going to repeat what we did. We're going to delegate. Like, she's working on delegating to other people. Like, that's a big thing for her. So, like, she's just going to do that again. And she's going to let it be easy the next time. Or she's going to let that aspect of it be easy or whatever whatever aspects of it that are kind of work right now where there's resistance. Hopefully the next time there won't be resistance around that stuff and we can kind of coast along in a good way and really be with the result that we created. And so that's where we want to look at what results are we actually tracking In a moment like that, a moment like this, I can't help it. I just break into song. But uh, what are the results we're actually tracking, right? The truth of the matter is you cannot know if what you're doing is working until you get to the date (laughs) that you were trying to get to and it did or didn't work, right? So in her case, once she launches, right, she's going to be selling for a while and people may or may not be signing up in the time that she believes that they should be signing up. Okay, that's fine. Normally her brain would make that mean it's not working, but we can't actually know whether what she's doing or did worked or not until we get to the date where the class starts, right? It's a two-day thing. So we can't make any assessment about whether or not what she was doing worked until we get to that date. So how are we going to judge whether or not it's working? So the growth moment here was for her to focus on other things. This is how we know she grew. Because she was able to see other metrics to focus on that weren't the number of people that had signed up. But how does this look different than past launches? So we already named a few, right? The delegating, the doing the work ahead of time. Okay, what else? Spending time with her kids. When you don't leave it to the last minute, (laughs) you actually have more control over your time. This is why I'm always saying you need to have a schedule. You need to be thinking ahead. When you leave it to the last minute, then it's like, not only do I have to create the work in the last minute, but like I said before, you also have to coach yourself or get coached around that. That is not a good use of your time. It's not a good use of your time to have to manage your brain BS when you're in the middle of a launch. That is going to take away from your ability to show up fully and to have fun and to inspire and be inspired. It's also going to take away time from your family or from yourself. So another thing we talked about is celebrating along the way, right? So, you know, once she's launched and that in in between period before the thing starts, going to like get a manicure or get a massage or like do some sort of like self-care thing that's like, I did that thing. I did what I said I was going to do. That was the other thing. We're going to track whether or not she does the things she said she was going to do. 
And lastly, not just like being with the people, right? Spending the time with the people, but how present is she with the people, right? So is she giving her attention mentally to her business or is she actually engaged with the people that she's with, right? So you can play with your kids, but not actually be like, connected to them. You can be at a party, but not actually be like experiencing the people fully. So these were all different ways that she was going to be able to track her growth and be able to look back at other launches and say like, yeah, I was not able to do that before. Because when we up level and when we grow, we're not just talking about building your revenue as a business. We're talking about doing it differently. We're talking about divesting from hustle culture. We're talking about decolonizing our brains and not believing that we have to be working ourselves to death in order to get there. We want to get out of that urgency. So that's one of the really big things that I want you to focus on and I want her to focus on what she is, is like, how does it feel? Does it feel different? Are you finding ways to incorporate fun and freedom and flow? And this is actually one of the things that she said on this session that was like like a mic drop moment that came from her brain was that when you do it ahead of time and it's all set up and then you make a decision to change something once you're in it, that is going with the flow rather than the flow being all you have. So when you're when you're doing it on the fly, when it's in the moment, the only thing you get to rely on is the flow. And that's not a bad thing, but don't you want the choice? I thought that was so brilliant. It was like a mic drop. I was like clapping and screaming for her because that is another thing that shows growth. This client had so much time scarcity and for her to be able to get over that to use her time efficiently now and then to sh- to be able to see that it was not an efficient use of her time and also that, again, being in the flow when you don't have any other choice is not really being in the flow because it's all you got. You want to be able to have some kind of control over, am I keeping with my plan because I know my plan is going to work or is something else calling to me? You can't hear that little voice. You can't hear the universe calling to you to tell you to shift gears and maybe make a change and, and be led and have trust if you are in that space of having to create it all in the moment and there's urgency and you're freaked out and everything is riding on it. You see what I'm saying? So this is how I want you to think about growth. This is how I'm going to try to be thinking about growth as well, because I know for myself, I can get into a little bit of a like a myopic, like all or nothing moment where it's hard for me to see this. It's hard for me to not be so attached to the result that I want um, so that I miss all of the other things that I can be appreciating and celebrating along the way. Growth is not linear. Plateaus are a part of your growth, but those plateaus are a place for you to do the expansion. I'm not expanding while I'm working. I'm uh, creating a space for expansion. So think about that. The hard work, the frustration, the focus, the stick-to-itiveness, 
That's where I am working the muscle. I'm tearing the muscle fiber. That's not growth. Tearing the muscle fiber isn't the growth. The growth happens in the repair. It happens in the rest. So think about that for yourself, for your business, for your relationships. I'm going to have to tear through some shit and break some shit up and get dirty and get physical. That's not the growth stage. That's the working stage. I need to be in the plateau. I need to be in the leveling. I need to be in the rest. I need to be in the recuperation in order to actually experience the growth and to expand into that next version of myself. So that is growth, people. Go out there, find the thing, decide what it is, be prepared, do it, experience all of the feelings, and then let yourself live in the glory of the result that you've created for yourself. I will talk to you again next week. Have an amazing weekend. Happy fall. Bye now. If you are loving the podcast, it's time to put a ring on it. It would mean the world to me if you would do one or all of these things. First off, subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts or all the places podcasts are available if you want to be extra. While you're there, giving a five-star rating and leaving a review would be epic. And lastly, spreading the love by sharing your favorite episode would be beyond. Thanks, love. We'll talk soon.